A new year, time for new growth. Grow your education and skills with Herzing University. Our online behavioral health programs fit your schedule and time. From an eight-month diploma program in health and human services to a 36-month bachelor's in psychology. Grow your behavioral health career with us wherever you are in your education. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Visit us online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I overslept. Damn rooster didn't crow. It's time for Early Break. Sponsored by Midwest Bank. Live from Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. I'm wrong, but I'm not. Husker Online, Steve Sipple. If I were a feral cat. And longtime college football assistant coach. Bill Bush. You get one team. Mine's the Houston Oilers. I'm, so, not, I'm not the Texans, and I'm not the Titans, so, so I'm out. This is Early Break. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Thursday. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, Bill Bush on Early Break. Hour 2 sponsored by Midwest Bank. Member FDIC location in Lincoln at 27th Jamie Lane. New location coming to 70th and Pioneers. Midwest Bank member FDIC. FDIC, right? We Member FDIC. We have, we've been gifted uh, some food by Dave Dipple, your long-lost third cousin during the break there, Sip. Uh, you're eating one right now. He just got off a train from Grand Island. He got off a train in Grand Island and brought us in and came in. He's a railroad man. He is yeah. a railroad man, Dave Dipple. Yes. Yeah, he's a good man. Stays at Borders often. In Grand Island. Yes. They have 88 rooms rented every night. Uh, they claim I charged him a ton of money to do the, the remote. I, I, it was a very fair price. This was a package. rough visit for Jake. It was <laughs> not. I'm not going to get into it. It's fine. Yeah. You're doing great. You got to run the business, you know. Yeah, we, you know, be, you I'm not, here's what I'm not going to do. Here's what I'm not going to do. You can't do everything for free. I'm not going to sit back and take pot shots at your business sense because you do a good job. Thank you. Yeah. Yes, we all things things cost money in life, yeah. and I gave him a fair deal, and yeah. I will re, uh, return that. Again. Dipple brought in donut holes and milk. Strawberry and chocolate. Yes. What do you got there? The oh, bases of all milk. Mike Schaefer, if you're watching this on the stream, is in the studio from 24 Mike Schaefer. 7 Sports. Yes. Schaefer, yes. good morning. Good morning. How are we doing? Welcome, Schaefer. What flavor you got there? The, the, uh, blueberry. Blueberry, blueberry donut holes. Mm-hmm. Schaefer's in a good mood because the Indians are in second place. Yes. Uh, the- they were in first place, and so now they're in second place. Yeah. We, so we were talking about how bad the Central is. It's terrible. The Royals are 22 games back, and they, you know, and the t- leader, the leader is three <laughs> games above 500. They're horrible. They're <laughs> One games below 4100 and not eliminated. <laughs> Mathematically, they're yeah. still alive. They're terrible. I hope they have a good sense of humor. Guys, we're 41 <laughs> <Yeah>. under. <laughs> you just find a new way to lose every season. Imagine you coming in every day like that. Who's pitching? I don't know. We're 41 Who under. Who cares? Pretty incredible. Who cares? It's incredible. Let the shortstop pitch. See how he does. This is incredible. They might as well. Yeah. They, they have pitched uh, many position players because they're down 16 to 2. Let's, let's put our shortstop out there and see what happens. Oh, yeah. another home run. Yeah. Who cares? We're down 16 to 2. Yeah. Throw another one. Throw a meatball. 
great times in Kansas City. Well, hey, there's still like 80 games left. So Yeah, that's that's a terrible 70, thing. Can you make like 10 left. and get the season over with? It's fine. That's what, I like. that's what I prefer. All right, Jake. Well, uh, again, we are a week away from media days in Indianapolis. Schaefer, you've always had – you're not a huge fan of media days, are you? Uh, no. <laughs> I've always been curious about his – he's, he's – I think a, I would love him. I think it's one of the things that he kind of complains about is oh, media I days. I think they're outstanding. Yeah, I really do. I'm, I'm a not going to put the outstanding yeah, on it. Yeah. It's sort of a grind. No. Right? Yes. It well, is I like listening to them. I hear what they have to say, especially the coaches. Yeah. Uh, the, the player interviews are not as interesting as the coaches to me. Not that they don't, not that they don't say good things. Just uh, the coaches, I, I always want to hear from their perspective. So it always sets in a little bit more that way. Yeah, I'm, I guess. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Schaefer, um, Jake, I'm going to get into this. Please don't don't, go for it. Nebraska landed this Preston Taumua from Hawaii. He's a he's an offensive he, well, on his film he's an offensive tackle I guess he could play guard looks like it looks like he's uh, sort of the prototypical Polynesian mauler and he will get after your ass is that is that is that what you yeah I think that's fair I mean I think he's probably more likely kind of a swing guy if not an interior guy for Nebraska um, which would make him you know a, a guard potentially a center but I think they have a couple guys that like to to play center for him um, yeah. His athleticism is is really strong, and so what you like there is you could stick him at that guard spot, then he can get around the corner, you can pull with him, you know, he can get to the second level, and then the the biggest thing of all of it to me is the, the context of it's a it's a top lineman or top lineman from Hawaii. You already have Ben Scott. If Ben Scott performs well for you, and Preston Taumua performs well for you, the pipeline to to Hawaii gets that much easier. I mean, I you. You look at programs in the Midwest that have the ability to take players out of Hawaii, it's Notre Dame and Wisconsin, and why? It's because they've had guys that have had success from the islands, and so it just sort of repeats that they're able to keep bringing out players. Nebraska had Wyndon Hohuli, uh, you know, a couple years ago in their class, and I think that that could have worked, but it was right during the pandemic, and it just didn't really ever take off. And I just remember talking with people at the time, if Wyndon Hohuli comes to Nebraska, he plays well, suddenly you're going to get more and more players from Hawaii who are willing to come in and take that visit and then visualize it as a place that they can have success. So it could be, for Donovan Rayola, I think it's as important as any of the recruiting wins he's had so far because it could really beget things down the line. Top-rated player in Hawaii. Yes, and uh, Grant Bricks, the lineman from Iowa, not yeah, committed Logan, yet. Logan Magnolia. Okay. Do you have any, any, any update on a timeline for him? Not really. I mean, he's playing everything pretty close to the vest, which I always kind of appreciate. I mean, he had a visit interview, uh, or I had a visit interview of him right after he visited Nebraska, and it was, you know, he, you could scrub out Nebraska and just swap it. Like, all the quotes were fairly generic because he just didn't want to give anything away, which, again, I can appreciate. Um, you know, it sounds like – Kansas State, Oklahoma, uh, the primary teams to, to kind of pay attention to there. He also visited Alabama. Uh, I don't know where he's at on their board, um, but that's certainly something to note. I know Notre Dame would like to get him out for a visit. He said there is one place that he would consider going to before making a decision, and I guess if he's going to do that, the July period opens up here in about a week, and so maybe he decides to go on the road uh, one last time, and then he'll make a decision after that. I know that he would like to have a commitment before the start of his senior year, but he's not going to force one just to have one. How about that? There's another. There's one more visit period. Pot yes, yes. At the end uh, of July. July 24th, I believe. 
So, so kids can visit campuses. Yes, sort of can. a random. It's it's to kind of allow because if you the way it normally falls in June, if someone was trying to stack all their official visits in June, which is generally how players try to do it, you're forced to take one midweek visit. Mm-hmm. This would allow you to do four in June, one in July. You could do all weekends. Um, so it's it's to try to keep it a little bit flexible. Um, traditionally, Nebraska has had junior college guys in that weekend but they haven't had a lot of high school players for official visits um so i don't know what to expect with that caleb benning is expected to be in uh during that period um there might be there might be some other guys that that stop in but it's hard to know exactly what it's going to look Does the whole like. staff come back for that well i mean that's Camp starts like right around the 31st. same time, so they're gonna be 31st. they're gonna be around um, yeah. to some degree. So I would assume this is kind of the last week of full vacation, and then after that, it it kind of ramps back up to, to all hands being on deck. Thirty first of July is when camp begins. That's right. Yeah, big deal. I'm I'm curious when you look at the 2024 class so far for Nebraska. You know, it's getting filled up every day, but. Where where what are the holes still on the twenty twenty four? What do they need to address still they have not addressed yet? Well, I think class? they'd love to get a tackle. I mean, I you look at that what they have for their offensive line class and Jake Peters is an interior guy, Landon Davidson's an interior guy, Preston Taumua likely is an interior guy. Um Gibson Pyle, who might be the, the best offensive lineman in their class, is an interior guy. And so you're you'd love to add a tackle and so the Grant Bricks and Brandon Baker, kind of the two big names there. Brandon Baker expected to come out in September for the Northern Illinois game. Um, and so you, you'd love to, to add a tackle. I think edge rusher remains something that they would like to, to add another piece to uh, the class. There's, there's a kid named DeVoe Tatuga that's 8% correct on the pronunciation. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. His first name's DeVoe. We do in this show. Um, he's from Utah. He's looking to come out to, to visit in that unofficial period in July, and then he will come back for an official visit. He's going to visit both Nebraska and Oregon in that time. Jay Sean Ross is a kid I really like out of Liberty North, um, down in uh, the Kansas City area. His teammate is uh, Keelan Smith. Hello. And so he's been up for a visit already in June. Nebraska is one of his top five schools. It seems like they're going to get an official visit from him. It's kind of an unusual recruiting situation, uh, but I, I think Nebraska has a has a chance to, to potentially add there. They're keeping their eye out at, at running back if there's someone that uh, can kind of a do-everything athlete type. Like they really like those guys. I think they have a spot available for that. Um, but otherwise, it's it's kind of getting close to, to finish there. I mean, they're, they're still looking, you know, Maybe one or two spots left for defensive backs. Amari Sanders out of Florida, Caleb Benning out of Omaha. Um, those two guys kind of at the top of the board left there. So, but otherwise, I mean, with twenty-four guys in the boat, and I don't think they're going to take you know thirty high school kids. But uh, I would, I would not think there's a lot of spots left. And so it's kind of uh, you're kind of down to the the final. I would guess 
you know, eight to, to 12 names that really kind of stand out for him. Joe and Mike Schaefer, 24-7 Sports. Schaefer, a couple of days ago, Nebraska announced their uh, six pl- six players for the uh, class of 2023 for the Hall of Fame. Taylor Martinez, one of those players from the 2010 to 2013 era. Uh, I'm, I'm curious. what It feels like people sometimes forget about him. Oh, yeah. Now, we were in college. It, you were in college at like, the same time as me when he was it, in college. I was I was out of college okay, by the time he started in 2010. But, yeah, I mean, it was – it was like right after college, which feels like you're in college anyway. So, um, Taylor Martinez, it's, it's inconceivable to me for someone to forget about him. I mean, he's what he did in <laughs> that stretch. Wait, 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 it's conceivable to Jake, but um, no, I know I get what you know you're what saying. saying. Okay, I totally just, get what you're saying. But in the last, you know, yeah. since Nebraska's last conference title, you could argue that, um, he along with Sue and maybe a handful of other guys were the most, uh, explosive players, Nebraska. I mean, I I will never, for as long as I live, forget what he did to Kansas State on a Thursday night. Third and ten. Um, my QB well, draw. I mean, hold that up. My favorite, <laughs> like my favorite game I've ever covered was the 2012 Michigan State game, in which you got the entire, the entire Taylor Martinez experience. I mean, I think he had like a 90 yard touchdown run. He had a 90 yard interception return against him. Um, you know, he was all over the place, but in the pass. fourth quarter, when Nebraska, like when Jamal Nebraska Turner. needed someone God, to Jake do something, yeah. I mean, he was able to, he had like a 30 yard touchdown run and then he came back and he led that drive and there's a couple critical conversions they have to get and he finds, you know, Jamal Turner and with a great pass. By yeah, the that way. was, that's a hard pass mm-hmm. to make. Well, and, and I had a great vantage point of it. I was standing like right there. I was parallel standing right to next it. to you, I think. And uh, Jake, yeah, you, I know I, Sean was because Sean and I had moved out of the way. Otherwise, we were going to get taken out by Jamal Turner and become national. Yeah, sensations. I think I was standing right next to you. So it was, I mean, it was a, it was an amazing, that was a Fun. wild game. Just a wild, wild game. It's like one of those that I'm not a big like throw an old game on YouTube and watch a bunch of it, but. The 2012 Michigan State would be that was when Kyler Reed was doing right. things yep. too. Kyler Reed had some big some, Reed some big had some big in plays game. in that game. Yeah, so I I mean I think of Taylor relatively fondly. That the disappointing thing for him, he played in two you know conference championship games. Nebraska didn't win either. His senior year really just fizzled out entirely uh, with Injured, all sorts of toe, yeah. Right? I mean you know all sorts of rumors about what had happened and, and everything that he had kicked a locker, all of these different things. Nebraska, I, I think his one return game was that awful Minnesota game yeah. where um, one of Nebraska's interior offensive linemen, and I think I know the name, but I'm just going to leave it out, just got absolutely ragdolled all game by uh, Rashid Hageman. That's right. I think. You are just correct. One of the most non-Sue dominant interior defensive line performances I've I've seen. I mean, he just guys have incredible he demolished memories. Nebraska's <laughs> offensive that. That line bad. that day, um, and that was that was the end of his career. Like that was his last game. So it's it's one of those where it burned so brightly so early, and then it kind of just goes out with a fizzle. Um, you know, he never. I don't. His his sort of crowning achievement was that uh, bowl win against Georgia, right? The Gator Bowl. I mean, that was probably was that the Tommy. No, that was Tommy. Was that Tommy? Tommy? Yes, yeah, that so, was Tommy. Did that was definitely Tommy. Tommy was a was Taylor a, win a bowl game. He lost, they lost he in the lost Capital One. They lost in the Capital One. They lost in 2010. He didn't win a bowl game. Yeah. Oh, for three in bowl games. Yeah, Tommy hit a noon one that that that's 99 right. yard. That's bet. right. That's yeah. Tommy, so, Tommy Armstrong. Yeah. Yeah. So then I don't know what the crowning achievement for for Taylor Martinez would be. Yeah, Tommy didn't start. Unfortunately, the whole year. in their biggest games, they lost. 
Armstrong started, I think, about four or five games that that year. Yeah, when they played Georgia, um, and beat Georgia, beat a good. Yeah, team. I just, I totally was just thinking 2013, and then I was thinking it was still injured at that point. Yeah. It was Tommy at that point. Yeah, but they won the game. But but Taylor had. Yeah, some so games. I don't know what the he crowning some, win would be. Well, it might be in his freshman year, right? I mean, I Oklahoma guess Oklahoma State in the row was a huge win. I mean, we talked about how that was an amazing or game. Or Ohio State at season, home. Though. It's not the same team, but getting that win, the 21-point comeback, I mean, he was, he was definitely Burkett, a part a of that. a big part of that, yeah. Yeah. Man, that Oklahoma State game was not That 2010 season. That was fun. Yeah. Imagine covering one of those around here sometimes. Yeah, that'd be so. nice to have a 5-0 and start. They were top five in the in the country and then uh, didn't go so well. Oh, that game season. against Texas. What and a they disaster. They blew a 17-0 lead in the title game. Yeah. 17-zip in Oklahoma and lost uh, 24-17 or something yeah, the, like that. The, the untold story on that is the athletic department screwed Bo on that um, by making it a red-out game. He was like, what? what? He didn't even know like they did it. Oh, the Texas thing? Yeah. I thought you were talking about the 17-0. No, no, like, no. What? The red out. How did Bo get screwed there? The red out. I mean, he didn't want a game emphasized like Mm -hmm. that. I mean, I remember that summer when they did it. He was like, what are we doing? What what, what the hell are we doing here? We made it a red. We draw draw a red marker around this game. Who in the – so that would have been a Tom Osborne run athletic department. I think so, yeah. That doesn't strike me as something that he was pushing. but No, it was not good, though. Yeah. And it was a bad game. It was a. It was a make that car sound, Bill. You got to do something here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was that. It was that. That's, a, that's it an was, apt description of how it was in the third quarter. Yeah. Texas was not good. They weren't season. a very good that, team. That was the year after they were lost. Colt McCoy who's was gone. Garrett Gilbert. Garrett Gilbert. Yeah. Garrett Gilbert had a career Garrett day. They were not good going into that game. No. Nebraska was heavily favored. I want to say yeah. what. Ten point favorite possibly in that game. Double digit favorite for double sure. Double digit. I they nev- they never double. showed up. They never showed up. It was not good. But he's well, cringy. Yeah, he's one of six players though that makes the uh, the class. Of I think it's deserving. I should finish with so? that. Yeah, okay. I, I don't have no issue with him being in the uh, in the Hall of Fame. It seems maybe I guess early for his uh, inclusion uh, when you know of other outstanding individuals. But still, I mean, I have no problem with him being in there. How much are you still tracking at this moment, Northwestern football, and the demise of that program at this point? None. None. Are you not? Yeah, I, I mean, I'll worry and think about Northwestern when Nebraska plays mm. them that week. I don't. Hmm. I don't have any other. Like, I'm not. I'm not the guy who sees the accident and pulls over and then stands there and watches, <laughs> watches as they the, pull the bodies the out of the wreckage. That's not. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. You appreciate it. Move on. The, yeah. Well, I, what am I going to get out of it? Who, I mean, how is it going to be treated at Big Ten Media Days? Is it? Are we asking other teams about Northwestern? Well, what 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 do we want to learn? Okay. They don't have their coach anymore. Right. They have their the staff has been retained. Mm-hmm. It seems like they have a seismic issue in their athletic department. Yeah. Like I don't know if asking Kirk Ferentz about this is right. going to yield any information. I, I just wonder if people are going to do that. Like I don't know. I, I, I I'm not. It's a weird situation. Um. And I I can imagine whoever I can't even think of who the interim coach is. That'll be David a, Braun. That'll be an awkward, you know, when he's up there having to give his opening statement and answer questions, and he's going to be asked about what he knew and when he knew it and everything else. Like that's there's going to be a level of awkward to it for sure. David Braun. I'm curious how much it extends past Northwestern though. Like I don't like. Do you anticipate the the Big Ten commissioner is going to have to comment on it? Yes. Yeah, I would assume yes. so. Absolutely. So, but what? Like, I guess I, there's a part of me that isn't 
sure of what to expect for them to say. I mean, it's a what it's an internal situation. Yeah, I mean, it's an internal situation. What can the players say? I don't see now. I feel bad for him. I don't. I, send I do. Them. I don't send players. I'm not going to. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't either. I wouldn't send the coach. Well, I. I, I think they're there's obligated diff- to. There are different schools of thought on yeah. that. But why put David Braun in the position to speak for the entire athletic department? Yeah. When he wasn't there, he wasn't part of it. Yeah, I would. Uh, because you can't expect that people are going to say, well, he wasn't part of it, so we're not going to ask. Right. No, they're going to ask. So he's got to represent essentially the university in front of 250 reporters. Yeah, I will say this. That seems like a lot to me. The, the fact that it's Northwestern tamps down – some of what you're going to get in terms of outside interests and questions and, and everything else. Mm-hmm. I mean, if this had happened at Nebraska, if this had happened at Penn State, yeah, this is, you know, yeah. there would be a much more hysteria associated. It to still it. fits it. though. Fits. Oh yeah. No, I, I understand that aspect of it. This isn't but, Tom Allen. No offense to Tom Allen. But I'm saying you don't have the, you don't have the local reporters that care about Northwestern there. You're, you don't have that. So you're going to get the drive-by people and you're going to get some, some people who just you get some national curious. people, yeah. And to what extent that they're going to use that in the opening statement portion of this whole thing? I don't know. Remains to be seen. You're more likely to get bloggers that are going to ask that question than you are, you know, bloggers. Yeah, yeah. We'll see how it's handled next week, though. In uh, in India, you sticking around, Schaefer? Are you out? Sure, I'm here. Okay, we well, have the whole up, hour. Up, up next, though, up we're going to get thrilled by Bill. Is Bill's thrills cool parenting tips? Oh. Thursday, lock in. It's up. Do you next. have a headline? We'll see. An early break in the ticket. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.